What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is up, guys? We're here this week with Chase Allen. And Chase, I know we've known each other for a while, but for the people out there, just give a little background, kind of tell what you've been up to and uh, how life's been going for you. Yeah, life's been good. Uh, Yeah, working full time, doing the adulting. Got married last year, coming up on a year of marriage and... There we three go. days so we're, we're getting close got a big uh, dinner pending or something yeah right? <laughs> big dinner and then trip to cal to colorado so there we yeah, go that's part stuff. of it yep but yeah things have been good cool man well to start out here i kind of want to take like take everybody on a background of you and athletics and you and sport kind of just walk me through how you got started kind of what that's looked like and where the road is leading today yeah i um grew up playing sports was Played all the normal sports, baseball, football, basketball, um, ran track in high school, did the 400. So nothing ever longer than a couple laps at a time. Um, yeah, played football um, in high school. That was my main thing. And after high school, just kind of did not work out, didn't play anything, didn't run. Um, and so getting back into running is kind of the and um, I mean, really re-entry into working out and athletics for me since, since high school. So, yeah. For sure. So was, was that kind of like a, was it a timing thing? Like you kind of, after high school, just like, man, like where did the freaking time go? Or was it just something else that kind of had an impact on that? Yeah, I think it was just like, there was not a goal I was working out for. Um, I, I think high school football is, is kind of silly as it is looking back. There was a lot of motivation to work out and get in the gym and, um, you know, n- getting into college, there was just, I, I didn't feel like I needed to, um, and, and wasn't seeing the effects on, you know, my body or anything like that at the time. So I was like, all right, I guess we don't need to work out. And, uh, that eventually came to a halt, but for a little bit, that was, that was how I was living. So, see, I, I was right with you. Like I, when I, when I went to school, I was like, oh man, like, I can go hoop with the guys like once a week or something yep. and like physically I'm going to stay the same. And then I think there was like a point for me, like junior or senior year that like I did the, like it was probably, I guess it was junior year. I went and I went and hooped with the guys and then I like felt like geriatric, like I couldn't get up the next day. Like I feel, I feel like everybody kind of has one of those kind of like the, the like rude awakening, like, Oh gosh, I'm not, I'm not the same as I used to be. Did you, did you have anything like that? Absolutely. We were my, it was the year after I graduated was living with a buddy and he was like, let's do a flag football league at the Grapevine Wreck. So oh, I was like, work. that's light work for you. Yeah, I was like, go. great. Went out there, didn't stretch, didn't do anything. And, you know, finished the game, got home and I could not walk for like <laughs> four days. Like, oh, dude, was I was so sore and in everywhere that I didn't think I could get sore. Hip flexors, top of the quad, everything. And was like, okay. The time has come. Something's got to change. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like when you're finding you got new muscles you didn't know you had, you're like, oh, crap. This yes. Is, I'm in a bad way, man. I'm in a bad way. Yep. But, okay, so, that, so that's kind of the background, man. So now, like, now that you said you got into running, you've kind of started started with running, I got to ask, like, how'd you get started? How'd you, how'd you feel comfortable to get going? Like, because 
if, if you're do, coming from 400 meter in high school to spoiler alert, you're going to be running a half at elevation in Colorado in yeah. a couple of weeks. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like 13 miles versus a quarter of a mile. So how'd you get, how'd you kind of bridge that gap? Yeah, I, in, there was that moment with, with flag football, of course. And then there was, you know, it got to the point where I had been putting on some extra weight that just hadn't happened to me. And I realized, okay, it's time to start doing something. Um, and my father-in-law just before I was married to, to my now wife had encouraged me just like, Hey, you should try and do something hard every year. You okay. should challenge yourself to do something hard and discipline your body. And at the time coming from no working out at all, sleeping in, playing video games, whatever. I was like, a big task for me is just going to be waking up early. And oh, so yeah. I was like, okay, I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. And she's like, okay, we'll see. And That's I did. So disbelief, there was disbelief. There. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there, she was supportive, but I could tell there was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. And for probably two months, I, she was right. I mean, I didn't wake up early. I didn't do anything. Um, and then there was just a day where I was like, you know what? weather's nice outside. I'm going to go for a run. And having not gone for a run in years, went out there and tried to, I was like, I'm going to do three miles. I mean, I'm just going to go do it. And went out and ran it as fast as I could and was sprinting, had to walk all the time and got back and was like, okay, I can't run. Like <laughs> that, that time has passed. And so I was like, okay, it was a little disheartening just yeah. knowing like, there was a time where I was in shape and then I went out and I couldn't do what I wanted my body to do and um, started doing some research and, was, and realized, okay, that's not what you're supposed to do. Um, and so then started, you know, learning more about how to build an aerobic base and just kind of like, okay, what do I do as a beginner runner? And eventually sure. worked up to in December, ran my first marathon and there broke, you go. broke four hours, went 348. There and, we go. And yeah, so that's kind of long story short. That's how I got to to where I'm at now. But hey, well, I mean, you you broke you broke four quite handily there. That was a was, you, had, you had time. You're probably already like eating the food and stuff. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> sick though. So that that was at Dallas, correct? Yep, that was at Dallas. Cool. Would you would you run the course again? Did you did you have a good time? I I really enjoyed it. I think part of it was just first marathon was excited sure. about everything. Um, but as we talked about, it's a very hilly course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that one hill at right after white rock. Yes. I mean, I don't think I felt pain like that in my life. That was dude. I didn't look at the course map, which is another rookie mistake. I had no clue that was coming. Yeah. And so it's like a choose your own adventure. Yes. You just experience as it comes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's Dallas. It'll be flat. There's no elevation here in Dallas. What's going to happen? And sure enough, there it was. It, it bit. It bit. Yeah. So okay. So the initial goal was kind of kind of like the father-in-law was saying, do something, do something hard. Yeah. And that was your something hard. Was that I guess your something hard for 2022? Yeah. And and it was you know, I think I'm less stressed about the like actually doing something hard every year. Okay. But I gotcha. But the the challenge was what really got me in the door of running okay and has now been like i mean running is probably the my favorite part of the day hey, there you go which i would have never thought was possible yeah even in high school um and so 
yeah, it, it's, it's something where the, whether it's just the, the consistency of, of having a routine, waking up early and getting out there. I really enjoy the silence of it too. There's a, most of the time I'm not running with music. It's just, it's just nice to have some time in the morning and for sure. Hear the, hear the birds chirp yep. and just, you know, see the morning. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. There you go. So, so what would you say, I guess, I know, I know what you're working towards in a couple of weeks. Why don't, yep. you, why don't you tell everybody else kind of what like, I alluded to with the, with the elevation you've been training for. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to Colorado. There's a half marathon that I found in Estes Park, Colorado. So it's, um, yeah, at elevation in the first, I think seven miles are about 700 to 800 feet of elevation gain. So it's going to be a challenge for sure. And um, it was something that I didn't really know what it looked like to train for something in between marathon season. And so, again, just wanted to find something that was going to be hard and something sure. that was challenging and in a, in a goal to work towards. So there you go. So what what do you think that you said in between marathon season? So does that so are you, are you hinting at the potential sequel coming up? <laughs> yep. Okay. Sequel will be coming. I'm, I was in between doing sign up for Dallas and Houston and we talked about it last time we ran and yeah. going to do Houston again or going to do Houston for the first time. And, and hopefully I'm just shooting for under 310 is, is my goal, which would be huge PR. But there I, we go. I've been, I mean, going from no training at all to to where I'm at now, I think it, I think it's possible. Dude, I've been, I've been seeing you. You've been in the lab. I think, I think it's, yep. there is reason to expect that it's going to be a good improvement, man. I think I think Houston's a good course too. Like you'll, like especially doing this this venture into elevation this summer, you're going to be like, oh man, like get to Houston, it's going to be pancakes for days. It's going to be easy money. Like I, I think, and you'll have a lot of homies doing it too. Yeah. Like I think that'll be that'll be something that helps too. So kind of pivoting here, um, gonna gonna talk about running with elevation and kind of what that's been like for you. Because I mean, we we live in Texas, we live in the DFW area. Yeah. It, it is elevation is pretty tough to come by here. So what have you been like, what's the, is it just hill repeats for days or like what, what is kind of your thought when it comes to, okay, like there's a gap I need to bridge between not running elevation at all and getting ready that Colorado doesn't just like totally kill me. So like what, what was your kind of, I guess, logic in planning? Okay. This is how I'm going to get ready for Colorado. Yeah. I think when I signed up, I definitely didn't realize the, the undertaking that was to go from Dallas being super flat to, to that. Um, but what I've tried to do is just hit every hill that I can and hit it as many times as I can. So um, the last place I lived at where I typically ran, there was about one hill. <laughs> and so I would just do that hill over and over and over again um, and try to get some sort of elevation gain now living closer to flagpole hill i can get an easy two three hundred feet of elevation gain which is not a lot but it's something um, and so just doing that over and over again and really building strength in the legs has, has kind of been my focus this year do you ever go to the weight room on the on those kind of like hill days because i mean for me like i've been told and like i'll go and i'll i'll do like a few squats and i'm just like it doesn't feel like me man like is that something that I mean, hill, hill training works to strengthen the legs. Yeah. Has that been, has that been your primary strengthener or have you kind of used anything else? Yeah, it has been. The, the gym is like 
kind of intimidates me as a like Facts. even though i was Facts. you know big time in the gym <laughs> in high school now it's like i don't really know where to start yeah. and there's like a lot there's a lot you can find online about what to do as a runner and what for exercises sure. to do but for me it's like been a little intimidating so i've gone in and just done you know single leg lunges and normal lunges and just try to do the normal exercises here and there but the hills have really been my focus for sure see i think i think too at the beginning too like when you're trying to get that strength in your legs like at the end of the day more running is going to make you a more proficient runner and like i don't have i'm not some expert that has like statistic proof behind that but the more you do something and the more you train with something it's going to help kind of shape those muscles and kind of form that muscle memory. So I, I think you're in a good spot, like training Hills, like, I don't know. That's, that's been my bread and butter. So yeah. I can't, I can't speak highly on it enough. And I know it's, it's tough to find them up here, but yeah, it's good. Well, if it works for you, then, then I think I'm in a good spot. Hey, hey it's Cam- <laughs> the Cameron Park Hills in Waco, they were like the, the crucible in which I was formed. So hopefully, hopefully flagpole Hills, yeah. your, your hill, man. We'll see. There you go. <laughs> a, t- a tough thing to balance in a, in a daily workload is, is getting in the workout while you're also having a full-time job. So has that been, has that been something that it's been, you've tried to find like the, the perfect kind of flow of how, how you're going to work out or when you're going to work out? What has that experience been like, especially for somebody like me who like, I'm, I'm looking for work right now. So like, I'm, I'm going to be following in your footsteps here, hopefully in a couple months. Yeah. I think like, I mean, we've talked about this, but getting into running there's a lot online which is great to hear from experienced runners and in professional runners too just about what they've done to get to their point Um, but for me what was stressful about that was they have their entire day to do that and i only have a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours at night so how do i fit in the work that they're saying is necessary or that i know to be necessary within that time and so What that looked like for me was working to get to bed on time, um, which was difficult at first, um, and then waking up early and and getting that run in um, and having time to stretch. That was another thing we talked about was, you know, the stretching routines for runners, all the different things that you need to hit in order to, you know, keep healthy. And for me, I didn't stretch at all. And so right off the bat, got runner's knee, had to learn to stretch that area and, and stretch, stretch around there. Then that was my only stretch. So then I kept <laughs> running and then got posterior tibial tendonitis. So then it's oh, like, goodness. okay, so now we've got to add that stretch in. And so eventually, you know, I wish I wouldn't have done it this way, but <laughs> got hurt enough to where I, I learned those stretches and, and developed my own kind of stretching plan that takes 30 minutes in the morning. For sure. Um, and so making sure that I'm, keeping the the amount that I'm running and stretching and preparing within an amount of time where I'm not going to stress myself out and can still enjoy it. Yeah. Like, like I said, running is my favorite, like one of my favorite parts of the day. And so I don't want to overload that and make it a stress point in my life. And I still want, I still want it to be hard and to, you know, make it a discipline, but I also want to enjoy it because I spend so much time doing it. I might as well enjoy it. So, yeah, I, I have a professor that he, so kind of off of, off of the same thing we would he would always talk to us about how you prepare and the way that you put time forth and the way you put 
like time into your preparation. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember one thing he said to me at one point, I was like super late to class or something. Like I, I don't think I'd gotten what I need to get done, like homework wise done. And I walked in and somebody was talking, oh, I do better under pressure. I was like, I do better under pressure too. And my professor came up to us and he goes, you say you do better under pressure, but have you ever given yourself the chance to not be under pressure and see how you operate then? Mm. And like, I, I think I can definitely attest to, like you were saying, like if you, if you front load your day and you get the run like done and everything, like you've already, you've already had that amount of Zen outside and you've yeah. gotten that good experience, then it's easier to go on your day and just let it flow. But if you wait and you try to like, wedge the run in between like okay i've got this thing to go to then i gotta yeah. be here in like an hour if you try to like wedge it in like where it's not gonna fit it's just like wow like it's a more stressful experience yeah so. yeah and and part of that too is like i mean i work from home so i do have some flexibility with i don't have to commute like i've got a little more time in the mornings but it also i mean i i have to allow myself if there's something in the morning if there's a coffee to go get with a friend or you know, something like that. Like I've got to be flexible enough and comfortable enough to move that run to another day or another time and, and not add that stress. Like you're saying, like if, if you start trying to wedge it places, it's going to be a tough run. Or you got to be like Superman where you can just pull off. Yeah. Your, like if, you're, if you're going on the opposite, you pull off your suit and you got the run and stuff under. Exactly. I, don't know. That's, I picture that might be waiting for me if I have an in-person job, but we'll see this. Trust the process. Time there. will tell. Yeah. But back to the, back to the stretching, you were mentioning, yep. I think, I think that's a good, very good point that you kind of learn what stretches work for you. And like, I, I can personally speak to like, I wasn't stretching my IT bands enough. And like, I started having real bad tightness during the last marathon block. And then I got this like big foam roller and like, I hate that foam roller, but I love the foam roller at the same time. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing to say. Cause I never thought I'd say that I like love a foam roller, but right. like, Dude, that thing, that thing goes off. Like, yes. <laughs> is there anything you use? Like, are you doing mainly like just body, like, I guess body resistance stretches or are you using like, do you have a, do you have a foam roller you love? <laughs> I do have a foam roller I love. I have my like three main, I guess, items that I use for stretching that I like will die for Yeah, is I have a lacrosse ball that I throw in the freezer and okay. use on my feet every morning. Okay. And it, I mean, has done wonders for my feet. I have just one of those handheld rollers that, yeah. that I use on my, on my quads. Just if I'm it's like a rolling pin almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I use one of those and then I have a foam roller and okay. all three of those, if I can just spend five minutes with each of those. And I mean, really less than that. I for think sure. I've, I've set myself up well to, to run for the next day and recover well. I got one of those uh, massage guns. Oh yeah, like the Theragun. The yeah. Hashtag, I, hashtag not an ad for yeah. Theragun, but sorry. <laughs> Amazon one, yeah. that's really cheap. <laughs> but I just, I, I just don't use it. And I'm sure a lot of people find it really helpful. But for me, it was just those three really simple things that I can throw on the ground. Yeah. Wa keep watching TV, keep watching our show and, and just, you know, get some work in, get some recovery. So same here, man. Like I, th I think it's my, my Mount Rushmore of, of like recovery items is, is pretty much the exact same as yours. It's the, I have this like weird little, like, I guess in, in lieu of the lacrosse ball, it's just like this little spiky ball thing. Oh, yeah. And that sounds like it sucks, but it's like, it's like a soft spike. Yeah. So it feels good on the foot, but like throw that in the freezer, do the 
little rolling pin, which I mean, like if, if you're out there and you don't have like a, like the, the roller, like we're talking about, you easily could use a rolling pin. I know that sounds dumb, but like, I guess just clean it before you like make cookies or something, but like <laughs> you could use that on your legs or like, like hips or like where, wherever, just not on the bone, which that, that's what I've learned. Cause I mean, yep. with the gun, like the, whatever, whatever kind of like massage gun, I always was the worst about like, I'd hit my hip bone or mm. I'd hit like, I don't know, like I'd hit some bone and then it would be like, what was this even worth? Like I should have just used the foam roller. I could have made this easier. And I tried to kind of like over convolute this. I don't know. I think runners sometimes do that. It's like, yeah. you try to over like Absolutely. overdo, but it's just a few minutes a day. Like, I mean, if you, those few minutes, you, you'd notice a big difference. Uh, is that, do you feel the same way? Yeah. And I think it's the same with just general stretches too. Like you asked, like, what is the rest of my stretching? And it's yeah. really just stationary doing the, the typical stretches that I tried to overcomplicate. Like you were saying, I think, yeah. you know, tie the, the, the band to the, to the table yeah. and <laughs> do all those. It was just for me, what worked was just doing some, some normal stationary stretches and then doing some leg swings in the doorway. Like yeah. just very simple stuff that eventually became my staples and will probably change over time. But, but right now it's just the simple stuff that is really working. For sure. And I, th I think like, as you grow and like, as we age, like there's going to be different parts of your body that kind of hurt differently and feel differently. Like I know when I started running, I don't know, my, I didn't know an IT band was a thing when I started running. And now it's like, I'm very like, very serious that if I feel like kind of on the outside of my legs, I'm like, Oh, I got, I need to be foam rolling more, or I need to just like spend a little bit more time doing that. But I think for people out there that are looking to just like find a place to start, like if you go for a very short run or jog and feel where you feel tight or where you feel tightness or like anything like that, just try to stretch that part. And like, if you, if you don't know the part of your body and you just go like, man, like, I think that's my calf. Google has been like super helpful for me. Just like hundred percent, like Google, like IT band stretch, calf stretch, quad stretch. Like my, even if you say like the lower half of my leg is tight from running, they'll give you like good stretches. So I think that's something that like it's, it's under underused. I mean, even you go to chat GPT and say, tell me how to stretch <laughs> my calf and that help. I don't know. I literally a week ago, I was getting some pain in the joint between I guess the bottom of my shin and my foot. And I was like, what in the world do I even call this? And so I literally yeah. just, what is that called? <laughs> I don't, I don't even remember. Cause I just described that in Google and put runner at the end Okay. and found the exact stretch I needed. And there was a video of a lady doing it. And 10 minutes later, that pain was gone. And so now I've added that stretch to, there you go to the arsenal. Exactly. It's in, it's in the toolbox of tricks. Yep. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's for me, I tried yoga for a little while and like, I'll still do yoga. Like I'm still, I'm still a yogi on the side, but I, I, f I found myself that I know the parts of me that I need to stretch and like doing, doing some of the, the odd stretches that I did in yoga that I'm like, I don't know if this is really helping anything. It, it kind of, it just made more sense to stick, to stay simple and just make sure I could get the repetition in. And I think that's, for me, that's made all the difference but um absolutely you do you agree do you have any other we can we could stretch this segment out as long as you we, want we if you really want to stretch some more yeah <laughs> i think i mean yeah i think at the end of the day keeping it simple and not stressing yourself out with with stretching it's 
so important. And I think every person who's just kind of got gotten into running and not stretched will tell every be- beginner runner, you gotta do yeah, it. You, you gotta stretch, you gotta but to. it's so important, but it's also don't get stressed about the overcomplicated. You gotta get in the gym and you gotta do three to four hours of stretching. It's, it's, if you can get some good quality stretching in, in a small amount of time, I think that does wonders. Less is more. Yep. Less is more, man. Yep. That's, I'll have people that like, they'll tell me like, oh yeah, man, I just do like a kind of active warm up stretch and I'll like see like their run on like Garmin or Strava and it'll be like, dude, you, you did like, like sprints your whole workout. Like there was no warm up, like where was the warm up, bro? But like, I don't know. I think some people find benefit in running slowly to warm themselves up. But I mean, I, I still am, I'm very pro, you know, your, you know, your toolbox, you get your toolbox. Yep. And then if you want to stretch while you're warming up too, that's just an added, yep. an added benefit. For but, sure. Um, yeah. So I want to, the final question I got for you here, it's, it's a question that, that I get asked a lot and I kind of wanted your take on it. Cause I know we've, we've talked about it a lot while, while running like with friends and um, like, I know you, you mentioned that your wife's starting to get into running. So yep. like, tell me, tell me first off, like, What's the benefit of running with others? Because I know when we went running, like, this was like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I remember you told me, you're like, dude, this might be the first time I've run with other people. And this is sick. And yeah. I was like, dude, like, we, we got to keep going with that, man. Like, come on. But t- tell me tell me about that. So, like, Yeah, I, when I started running, there was, I didn't have any friends of mine who were running. So, it was, I had to do it by myself with coach Bennett from Nike run club in my ear. That good was guy. That's that, a good yeah, guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. Shout out coach Bennett. There we go. But Maybe he's listening. Hopefully he's listening. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, I, you know, being by myself, there's a, there's an aspect of that where it's working on discipline and it's working on consistency. But like, I mean, when we went running, there's a running is a fun thing. Like I keep talking about, I, I want to make it fun. I want to make it enjoyable and getting friends out there who are going through the same thing, who are all working towards different goals and are all, you know, experiencing the same things. Like within that hour and a half run that we did, there was questions that had been in my head for, you know, a whole year of running that I never had to bounce off anyone. And so being able to just t- talk with you guys and be like, hey, what is y'all's philosophy when you're running downhill? Like, yeah. <laughs> I had no clue. Like, and so, I think there's just so much benefit to, to getting out there with friends and um, bringing other people in, like getting my, my wife to start running. She never really understood why I loved it. And I'm sure anybody who's running understands the look their friends give them when you tell them what you did on Saturday morning. And Dude, I, I've been on both sides. I feel like in the past, I would have been that person that's like, brother. Yes. Why did you do that? Why was that the choice? hundred percent. But like, I like this side. I like, I like that being the choice. And it's fun having a friend who's never done that and then get there and, and just do any sort of run to be like, man, I get it. I I get why you guys want to do that. Let me come run with you. And then that friend group of of runners gets to grow and it's, it's really fun to see. Yeah. For me, like I know I, when I started running, I only went at night and I think it was like, it was like a, mixture of like me being self-conscious about myself Mm. and then a mixture of like i was just so unorganized with my time that like crap it's 10 o'clock and i still didn't run like so it was just two like not great things married together but like when i started finding friends to run with it just kind of like 
I don't know, like it doesn't really matter like what pace you're going or where you're going or like what's going on. You end up just having conversation that otherwise like just wouldn't have happened. And I, I think that's a, that's a gift in itself. And there's the benefit that like you have that ability to talk with people about like, even if it's just about their life. Like I know for me personally, I, when I'm running, my mind's kind of on running and I'm kind of mm -hmm. like, like just going to say it. Like if, if you ask me a question, I'll probably give you a very candid response while running because my mind is halfway elsewhere of running. So it's mm -hmm. like the other half of my mind's like, ah, like I'll say whatever. We'll talk about whatever. And yeah. then I think that that authenticity is able to like, like mirror in the person you're running with. If you're able to give that level of authenticity, I don't know. Has that been kind of your experience? hundred percent. I mean, there's a vulnerability of just working out next to somebody and going on the run is the same way. Um, and there's also a level of clarity that comes when you're running, like you're talking about. It's, you don't have time to really put in a lot of thought to your answer. It's just, I'm here being vulnerable, running and doing something hard with you. You're going to get my true self in this moment. And it's, you get to know people a lot quicker. It's, I mean, it's the same thing with anybody who's played high school sports or stuff like that. Those relationships build quicker because you're doing stuff hard together. And, and when you're doing something hard, it's it, those bonds just build really fast and it, it's really, really fun. It's kind of, it's kind of the same as like running downhill. It's kind of the same as running with free. You just kind of, you got to let it rip, man. Yep, exactly. You just got to get it going, you know, hundred percent. And once you get it going, then I think like for me, at least, when I'll, when I'll go run with a friend and I'll realize I'll be like, man, like I'm not going with another friend until like next week. And then that's in turn, that's made me like seek out different groups or like seek out different social runs and be like, man, like, or like even seek out like working on this podcast of like, Hey man, like I love running with my friends and I love the ability to like show other friends like, Hey, this is something that's enjoyable to do. And this is something that like if, if you need that encouragement, I'll give you that encouragement. Yeah. And that kind of, that kind of segues into like the next part of this question. How, how did you, or like, how have you encouraged others to like pick up running or like, how did you even encourage yourself to pick up running? Like, yeah. was it the same? Was it different? Is it kind of, give me your take on that. Yeah. I think it, there, for me, there was a level of motivation. Like I mentioned, I started to put on some weight and, you know, I was getting married. So I wanted to get in shape and do all you that. You got to be looking good for the gram, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So for me, there was that level of motivation that, okay, I'm working towards a goal. And I also told myself that I want to run a marathon. So I, I want to train and I want to prepare well for that. For sure. Um, but then when I talked to others, and this is also what helped me continue running was there is no stress on your pace. There's no, no stress on your distance that you're running when you start. It's if you get out there and run a half mile at 12 minute pace, you did it. You're a runner. You, you went a half mile further than you did yesterday. That's a big thing. hundred you know? percent. And in every single one of those milestones, whether it was me running a mile, whether it was two miles and then up to 26.2, they all felt the same. And yeah. you know, there was work that went into each of those. And so when I talking to people, I think they make a, when a, a lot of people make a lot of the distances that I've run. And the only metric I care about is, did you get out there? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter if you had a bad day running where you had to walk and, you know, take a break. You did something hard by just getting out there. And, and that's the same for somebody who's run an ultra marathon down to somebody who's never ran. And so 
when I'm talking to people, that's what I try to, to instill. It's running's an intimidating thing just because there's a lot of numbers in it. But when you simplify it down to, it's just you moving, it, that's where the, the real success is. So for sure. I, I think that's something that a lot of people, they want, they want to look at those numbers. Like I know, like for me, I didn't get on like Strava or like any of those kind of like apps for like a couple of years into running for me. And like, I had a friend that told me like, dude, you should get on. Like, you'd love this. Like it's a lot of people that you can talk to about running. And I was like, nah, they're going to make fun of me. They're going to think I'm too slow. This is going to be terrible. And like, it's not like that. And that's, that's a thing that like, I think it takes kind of trust and it takes that vulnerability to be like, man, can I trust myself to like put myself out there? But like, I don't know if, if you're listening to this and you can hear from this that like, Hey, like the putting yourself out there is a really big step. And I applaud you for that big mm -hmm. step. But I, I think you're going to end up seeing once you get out there, like, man, there's a lot of good people out there and we're all kind of in the same boat. And I think that's something that it took me way longer than it should have for me to figure that out. And where I'm at now, I'm like, dude, I want to run with anybody. I want to go like wherever I want to like do whatever we can. And I, I think, I guess my goal would be to, sh to encourage that person out there that thinks that they like their half mile is created differently than 26 miles or anything in between. It's, it's the same thing. It's, yeah. did you get out there? And did you work on improving where you're at? Because everybody's somewhere and everybody's trying to improve where they're at. Yep. So, and we've all been there. We've all, Oh, for sure. We were all at the starting place and nothing is more fun than seeing somebody on Strava that is a new runner and being like, Oh yeah, it's time to go. It's, it's like, dude, it's I didn't know, time. I didn't know you were getting into running. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and getting to see whether it's like we said, like whether it's a half mile or them working up to, five miles it's like man that is so cool that you're getting out there and i'd love to run with you someday so, yeah there yeah. you go dude that's i remember i think one of my first runs i went like kind of behind like in neighborhood i grew up in like kind of behind there there's like this big hill and i thought kind of like you were saying of when you just went out you're like full sin we're just sprinting it yep went out and i sprinted up that hill and then i had to throw up and i was like this is freaking terrible. And yeah. I'm so glad this is at night. And I really hope nobody sees this, <laughs> but like if I could go tell myself from like back, I guess it was like 2018 ish. If I could go back to tell Josh, then this now I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, like throw, throw that on Strava and be like, <laughs> throw up run tonight. Like still, still went a half a mile, went up this hill. Like, and I mean, I, I think that would be like, I don't know. It's something that it's almost like, freeing mm -hmm. to just be able to be able to be vulnerable with other people and be like, Hey, this is something I'm working on. Yep. And 100%. I think when you get out there, you're going to see that everybody else is working on something too. And it's, you have that ability to work together and give kudos along the way, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yep. um, final, final thing in the kind of frequently asked question, um, category, if you had to give, and I've, We've been asking this um, kind of, of myself and I've trying to been asking this of everybody that I talked to lately, but if you had a word of advice to a beginner runner, I know we've talked about a lot today mm -hmm. and I think there's a ton of nuggets in all the things that we've talked about, but if you had to like boil everything down to like, you got a beginner runner talking to you and, or someone who is just looking to improve at running, what would your advice be for them? It, it would probably be run slow. 
um, like we've both said, that those first couple runs are you just want to get out there and, and go fast. And the most growth that I ever saw in my and eventually getting faster was because I ran slow. And I enjoy running when I get to the end of a workout and I still feel like I could keep going. And and For that sure. only comes by running slow and slow means a lot of things for a lot of different people. For me, it meant 13 minute miles for a really long time. And, but everyone's slow is different and no one's judging. So that, that would be my advice is run your slow and, and do those recovery runs and, and be thoughtful about those. Cause they're super important. Dude, I, I totally agree. I think like when you, you mentioned it earlier, the aerobic base and like basically your aerobic base for, for those out there that kind of don't really know, um, it's, it's kind of when you start working out you start training your heart to be okay with working out at a higher rate. So then your heart rate will naturally go lower as you're doing like a physically exerting exercise. So those slow runs really help with kind of training your heart. And like, I know, I think it's, it's like, they call it like the T2 zone mm-hmm. basically where you, your heart's so low. They, I, I've heard it, I've heard it called your all day pace. And it's basically like you were saying, by the end of the workout, you feel like I could keep going all day. And you don't obviously because right. you're starting out, but I mean, it, finding that all day pace and just being able to be content with it yep. and realize that, hey, I might not feel like the gains coming, but the gains are coming. Like the, the gains trains pulling into the, pulling in the station, man. Yep. hundred so, percent. Yeah, no, I think that's good, man. Uh, so finally, the, the last thing I wanted to mention is I know I'll see you on Strava out there and you are, you are notorious for getting the animal picks, man. And I... I a fellow animal appreciator in myself, I just got to ask, what is the most, like, the the most, I guess, awe-inspiring animal you've seen where you'd be like, man, that was really sick. Like, what was your, what is your unicorn that you've seen out on the run? Man, you know, White Rock Lake sure has some beautiful animals, whether it's a duck or the river beaver that we see, keep seeing. Love the river beavers, man. Those guys. I think that recently, this was a week ago, the coolest thing I saw was... I saw this hawk swoop down Ooh. and grab a snake. So that was cool. That's pretty sick. It was, yeah. The The week before I had seen a four foot long snake across the path. And I mean, that heart rate spike on, <laughs> on Garmin was ridiculous. But <laughs> it's a threshold immediately. Yes. It was like, I need to take a break. That was ridiculous. So that was cool. But seeing the hawk eventually come get him. That, that was good. Dude, that's the whole circle of life you saw there. there exactly. Go, my, my big one that I like to take pictures of is the ducks. Those okay. are, I just think ducks are really funny. Yeah. And so I, I try to take ducks, do a duck count. I always lose count, so I never get to it, but I try. Um, and yeah. That's good news when you've seen too many ducks that you exactly. can't keep count, you know. There exactly. You well, when you're, when you're up in Colorado, man, be looking. Because I know I was up in Utah a few weeks ago. I saw a couple moose. So if you see... Apparently they're aggressive, so look from afar. Okay. Like if you see Good a, to know. a moose or like a bear, man, I'll be I'll be smashing that kudo button yep. so hard, dude. I'll be I'll be looking forward to it. Okay, I'll, I'll get those pictures. There you go, man. Well, so we're so we hope that y'all were able to get active in whatever way, um, whatever way you did today, whether that be running, jogging, walking, like even hop on the bike, man. Sometimes some people be 
doing that. I, I guess not in the pool if you're listening to this, but whatever you did today, um, hope it was good and hope you felt a little bit of growth from yesterday to today and going into tomorrow. Uh, we're about to go run a 5K and Chase will tell where we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go run the Flagpole Hill Trail and it connects to White Rock Lake. So we'll see if we can make it to White Rock Lake and back. There we go, man. Okay, we're about to, we're about to go kick it off. I will post the kind of like the link or the segment on Strava of this run. Uh, so if you're in the area, if you're running Flagpole Hill and you want to compete with us or you want to just do our segment, man, it'll be up there. Well, thank you all for tuning in today and... Just a big thanks to Chase Allen for being a guest on the show today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. There we go. Well, hey, hope y'all had a good day and hope y'all keep at it today and keep going tomorrow too. All right, have a good one.